0: Hello, everyone. I'm Trent Luce. Welcome to another edition of Rural Routes, the program where we gather every day at this time. Well, we do it Monday through Friday anyway. And what we do when we gather is continue to address the issues between rural and urban America. It's hump day. That means J.C. Cole has nothing better to do than inform us on what is going to happen six months from now. He's pretty good at that. Thank you. Actually, it was a year ago, that you started telling us about stuff happening this month,
1: yeah, so how
0: are you doing there? hey, if you could um, if you're the guy in charge of weather modification, if you could turn the drought thing off, I could use a rain like really, really bad but, as well um, as all my neighbors. It's not just about me.
1: I understand it's a neighborly thing to do <clears throat> you know um, I did hear. A couple of years ago, that it was possible to hire some scientists uh, yourself, but probably be a little bit expensive. So you get the boys to chip in and uh, let's, you know, get a battle going on who's going to control the weather.
0: I'm all in for that. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're looking at 95 to 100 the rest of the week every day for highs. Yeah. We've been very comfortable the last three days. But j c, in the last four days, my pastures have just i mean it's like they' were hanging in there tough, and now they're saying, either give me a drink or we quit or like yeah. union laborers out there, yeah, and uh, we're watching um
1: we're watching uh what was it Lake Mead? It's getting to the point where shortly it won't be able to function. And you're going to have an awful lot of people that get cut off from water. Um, You know, and this—it's people need to wake up. This is not by accident, right? We've had the ability to manipulate the weather back since uh, Vietnam. So why aren't we doing it? Well, wait a minute. We have the ability. Yeah, we have the ability to create petroleum (laughs) gasoline. So why aren't we doing it? Right. Um, You know, and and that's one of the things we've been talking about is that uh, we're at war, and they're trying to sit there and say, "Oh, these things are just coincidental," and and you look at it, um, you know, and and uh, part of it, it's not coincidence. At what point do you say, "No, it's not coincidence"? Mm-hmm. Where are we? We're over a, a hundred now events. Um, uh, taking down our um, food production system, and the majority of those are all in America. It's not coincidence. Right. I, I came across an interesting uh, short article by a, um, a website I don't know called Battle for World. Right. So here it is. The criminal political elites in the West pushing geopolitical movements trends and shifts happening around the world rapidly and the western media do their best to hide things regarding the real reason behind them and then here it is the rules or strategies are cut off the supply chain right hit fuel lines destroy wealth disarm the citizens affect transportation Silent important, uh, silence important communications, create diseases, cause strife and division, insert lies, confusion, and propaganda. And then the, the comment at the bottom of the article was, Does any of this sound familiar?
0: Well, Is none it, of that happens here.
1: No, no, not at all. Is any of that being experienced right now? Uh, and so, uh, so there it is. I mean, you have a clandestine war going against the people. It's that simple. And, of course, I had started to pick that up a years before because I was outside of the country and I wasn't drinking the uh, mainstream media Kool-Aid.
0: Still plenty of Kool-Aid drinkers around.
1: Absolutely. Well, you notice the concentration seems to be like in San Francisco and, and, and uh, Portland. <laughs>
0: I've been particularly humored this week by the people who are on the coast complaining that uh, we in the flyover region have influenced the Supreme Court to the point where they don't even have a choice anymore. It's like, are you paying attention to what's happening at the Supreme Court? Because all they have said in their rulings, opinions, they issue opinions, not rulings. Uh, In the last week is that the federal government has assumed too much power. We're turning it back to the states as the constitution tells us to do. That's all it said. That's all that right. court has said.
1: Right. And now, you know, you've got to wonder there again, there certainly looks to be a, a battle going on for humanity. And, it, and, it, and unfortunately it looks like it may be our last stand. And as we pointed out, you know, when you really dig deep into what's happening with the, the Russian Ukrainian thing, the Russians are to exist, right? That uh, it's now been admitted by the U.S. government that there are like 40 uh, uh, biolabs. And, of course, the rumor is that the biolabs were specifically did, uh, to design disease against the Slavic uh, DNA. You know, when will people wake up? Uh, and and it, it's been proven that the whole war uh, reunited um, uh, um, but it started in 2014 when, uh, with the funding of the neocons of the State Department, the U.S. State Department, right, that the, they overthrew the elected uh, president of, of Ukraine. And the new president, Poroshenko at that time, started to ethnically cleanse the Russian uh, um, people of Ukraine. So, so Putin's defending his bloodline. Right. Now, now, what's unfortunately, it's coming to the point where they are very clearly saying they will use nuclear weapons to defend their bloodline, and and our, you know, our bought and paid for mainstream media are making them to look out, uh, look like they're the bad boys, and so now you have NATO coming out and saying we're going to increase the troops from forty thousand to three hundred thousand. So let's ask one simple question. What what, does Ukraine have any, any strategic uh, um, military strategic uh, um, uh, positioning important to the United States? And the answer is no. Nobody gave a crap about Ukraine for the last 20 years. And all of a sudden Mm -hmm. we're
0: ready to start World War Three. That's an incorrect statement. It's very clear the Biden's gave a lot of crap about ukraine in the last 20 years
1: well that part's true and let's not leave out (laughs) obama
0: yeah we're still it it, it's so perplexing to me that i remember at the end of that eight-year run i thought oh my goodness we made it we didn't make it everything that we're dealing with today was stuff that was planted in there starting in the medical system and obamacare and still the famous statement through all of that was well, we got to pass this thing so we can see what's in it. Well, I see what's in it now, and it's killing people.
1: Yes. Yeah. And, you know, uh, during the Obama terms, I don't know exactly which ones they are, but uh, he passed a whole bunch of uh, executive orders that basically give the government the per- um, uh, the permission. Um, that's a very – I'm not sure if I'll use that word. Gives the government their belief in the permission to confiscate everything, to confiscate your food, yeah, your right. oil, your, your your resources, your water, even confiscate your labor. Now, if you just do a, a search, you'll find it. Right, so that's still in place. And and and,
0: uh, and by the way, that brings up the next Supreme Court opinion I want rendered. And that is that executive orders are actually not constitutional either. So exe- every executive order dating back to executive order, King Pupa himself, FDR, are null and void. I agree. Yeah. But can um, you make that happen?
1: You know, I, I, I made some suggestions to them, but I don't think they're listening.
0: <laughs> Roll out. We're listening to J.C. Cole. Banking on his 18 years and his wisdom from being in Latvia as the Soviet Union was crashing. We're not crashing. We're just identifying where the challenges are. Back with more roll route and challenge number two after this. When I have over the years shared the information because people want to be critical of nitrates, people want to be critical of estrogen, I'll tell people that you, you're you worried about your bacon, or your ham because it's cured and it might have nitrates, but you flock to eating leafy greens because leafy greens are the highest level of nitrate possible. And you know what the first question that person always asked me? How do they get them in there? How do they get them in there, Nathan? <laughs> well, they're, they're cured, right? They're cured vegetables. And vegetables actually cure many diseases. So
1: just like your bacon's cured. You know, I wrote a paper called uh, Nitrite, the cure for chronic disease. So just like nitrite, nitrate cure meat and prevent you know lipid oxidation and prevent you know food spoilage and bacterial infections and bacterial overgrowth in the food they do the same thing to us they cure a lot of things because they improve nitric oxide they improve oxygenation they prevent oxidation inflammation and immune dysfunction
0: you want to live a cured life take a nitric oxide supplementation every day like i do NO2U.com. It's NO2U.com. Put Trend as your coupon code and you win big favors because you get free shipping and a 10% discount. Welcome back. Roll Route, Trent Lewis alongside JC Cole. He's coming to us from New Jersey because I guess he's just not convinced himself it's time to leave yet. I don't know. Uh, When are you arriving in Keystone this weekend?
1: Yes, well, <laughs> unfortunately, I, I'm, I'm having a uh, <clears throat> um, a goat, uh, how would you say, revolution, where they are consistently breaking out of their fences, um, getting greener pastures on the other side of the fence.
0: JC, so. I told you this story. <laughs> Take a bucket of water, throw it at your fence. If any water gets through that fence, the goat will. Okay. Well, it looks like I'm in trouble then. You're, yeah, because you will not keep a goat in. Do you have electric there? I have electric there. They don't, they're don't. they not getting through electric if it's working.
1: Well, that was the, the whole thing is that it looked like a deer ran through the uh, connection line
0: <laughs> and knocked it down. That's just a bigger version of a goat. Teach your deer right. to respect the electric fence.
1: Right. And as you recall, New Jersey is one of the most populated deer per square mile.
0: Um, I didn't believe I think, you. I had to go look that up. It is yeah, true.
1: Somehow I think that's going to change. <laughs> no, seriously, seriously. Seriously, here, you have to be very careful at night driving through through the countryside. Um, yes, we do have one road that's countryside. Uh, but. <laughs> Driving through the countryside because because of the deer.
0: Um, well, here's the good news: when you cannot find food in a grocery store, you can go to the woods and find deer straps.
1: That 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 part's true. We have out on our fifty acres here. We have like over forty deer. Yeah, New Jersey's just one big sanctuary for deer,
0: and, and I recommend you turn that into jerky. Yes. Number number one because it's tough anyway. And number two, you can store it in your basement without electricity.
1: Right. And I also recommend that you buy now the um, supplies that you need to turn it into jerky. Because um, that looks like it will someday not be here, the supply chain.
0: I thought you were going to talk about ammunition.
1: No, 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 no. I mean, you know, uh, it's... Come on, you, you, well. <laughs> you, you can store up just a little bit of ammunition to take care of the deer.
0: Well, yeah, but if you don't have it, the IRS is hoarding ammunition. So, would they, they bought seven hundred thousand dollars worth of ammunition this year? Um,
1: I heard that, and uh, uh, why the IRS needs ammunition, I'm not quite sure, but. Um, you know it's uh, it's just an indication of some of the things that need to need to be uh,
0: exposed yeah I, I hope the irs doesn't hear about what robert farnham is doing in brush colorado at um, High plains cattle supply you think there's well, a chance the irs listens to this show cuz I, I can't tell you if they do
1: Well, I'm pretty sure it's not the IRS that's listening, but maybe one of the divisions.
0: (laughs) (laughs) High Plains Cattle Supply, this week on the 1st and the 2nd, July 1-2, ammunition is 17.76% off. I don't know where you got that number, but if you buy, you get a pocket constitution and a pocket Bible. So how much do you want? Yeah,
1: yeah. That's up, but you got to recall I'm in New Jersey, so you've got to be careful about sending ammunition or anything else like that. It's not illegal, but it is you have to be careful with it. It's tricky. It's tricky. That's a good
0: way to put it. Right. (laughs) Yeah, except Robert doesn't have any long Colt forty-five, so I don't know what the heck he's got over there. You just have to go find out. Got it. Got it. Because my Vaquero... I mean, I can get a deer good with my uh, Valcaro six shooter.
1: Well, here I can get a deer good with my tractor, just driving down <laughs> the driveway.
0: <laughs> I had a little interaction with a skunk in the pasture two days ago.
1: I'll pass on those. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah.
0: Hey, uh, I'll send you a picture. He's gorgeous with that tail straight up in the air. It looks like a porcupine. It looks like a, a hybrid between a skunk and a porcupine.
1: When well you better you better watch out when he starts to twerk.
0: <laughs> he was twerking and I was twanking the other way. Right, right. Time to run away. But Marty yeah. says that I can be within up to ten feet and I'm okay.
1: Yeah, well, you don't
0: want to be one foot off on the, that that estimate. I <laughs> didn't take a chance. I was 20 feet away. so Yeah, yeah. Because nah, I thought, you know, if there's something wrong with any charges, what am I going to do here? Right, yeah. I don't actually have the speed of my daughter. So anyway, all right, beyond all of the skunk and ammunition stories, what else is going You got something in uh, this day in history? Uh,
1: th- 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 this week in history seemed to be pretty eventful. So, but I'll start off with one of the better ones. Um, June the 27th, uh, 1778 in Philadelphia, the Liberty Bell returned. I go, well, I didn't know it left. But apparently, you know, when we looked into it, that's when the British departed the city, 1778. So what happened was, you know, of course, the, the first constitution on um in the second constitutional uh, Congress, we're in Philly. So the British captured Philadelphia. And before they captured it, I guess the fathers, um, you know, the the, uh, city fathers moved the Liberty Bell out and then moved it back in June the
0: 27th, 1778. Right. Uh, I got a trivia question for you. June 30th. Nineteen or eighteen sixty-five. What happened? Eighteen sixty-five, June thirtieth. Nope, don't don't know. All those that were assumed to be involved with the assassination of Lincoln were convicted, because apparently it wasn't a lone gunman that organized it.
1: Yeah, you know, somehow I guess that almost always it's not a lone a lone gunman, a lone wolf. They just use that as the classic uh, false flag. And my guess is that the assassination of Lincoln may have been linked to eventually the banking system. But that's something that they uh, kind of haven't admitted yet.
0: Well, uh, here's why the Civil War was on my mind. Because, you know, to me, as much as I grew up in the state of Illinois and Lincoln was heralded a hero, And what he did in terms of uh, freeing the slaves was absolutely essential. No human being should own another human being. But it was the beginning of the demise of states' rights. And I think this week, with the opinion issued by the Supreme Court and the opinions coming, it's the first victory for states' rights since the Civil War.
1: Yeah. And speaking of the Civil War... July one through July three,
0: what happened in Gettysburg? Um, you reckon there would be school kids today that wouldn't be able to answer that question correctly? <laughs> there is a book written.
1: I think the title is why are the why is there always a battlefield at national at, at national monuments <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, I have no, no idea. Why would there be?
1: Yes, and uh, apparently it was asked by a girl while touring Gettysburg, and uh, <clears throat> it wasn't wasn't our it was wasn't our worst battle in history, but it was in the top probably five, definitely in the top five, where we lost about fifty thousand men on each side. Not on each side, total.
0: Sorry. Um, I think I told myself I was going to get that Gettysburg address in my head, but I have not yet accomplished that either. Well, I'm sure it's there. You're
1: you're just uh, looking at the recall function, you
0: know, recalling what it is, you know. Yeah, there's too much recalling (laughs) taking place. You know what? We're going to recall this conversation. And then we'll come back on the other side of the break, J.C. Cole, Trent Luce. I can't believe we've already flown through half of this discussion. More after this. Keystone Bridging America. That is the name of the event. Kevin Jenkins, Teresa Thibodeau, Dr. Molly James, Amanda Radke, and, of course, that survivalist himself, John Boland. Myself, Senator Julie Freymoller. Who just yesterday learned that she will be representing the Keystone region again at the state senate? There was a a redistricting involved, and she had to beat a a very good competitor um, candidate in her district, but she did. So, Julie Fragmelder will be with us. And Bruce Whalen is coming as well. He competed, uh, he actually ran against Senator John Thune. It's not about politics. It's all about you taking your life back. That's why we bridge America, rural and urban, and there will be a particular focus on education because I believe it is the biggest challenge that we have. I don't care what's happening in the world. If we don't get this education fixed and straighten out what our kids are being taught and what our tax base is, what difference does it make? That's my view. Bridging America and Amanda Radke at amandaradke.com now has tumblers and t-shirts. They are hot. See you in Keystone. Welcome back. We're all around. Trent Luce alongside. Who are you again? JC Cole.
1: I'm here. Yeah. Let's, let's continue on the dates because June the 28th, 1914. What happened in Serbia? I have no idea. Uh, you actually do. I'm just throwing a curve at you. Right? Uh, <laughs> oh, is that the, the shot that was heard around the world? The, the assassination of Archduke of uh, Austria, uh, hey. for, which started World War I.
0: How did I do on a rebound?
1: Okay. And, uh, and uh, so that just goes to show you, that was the trigger event. You know, one man and his wife get assassinated, and World War One starts, and then you end up having forty million people die. Right, and so unfortunately, Trent, if you look at it, we are at a trigger event right now, and it's not going to be forty million if this takes uh, this fires off. And then, then interestingly enough, June the twenty eighth, the exact same day, five years to the day. 1919, the Treaty of Versailles was signed which basically blamed the Germans for everything that happened during World War One, and they were responsible to pay for all the reparations, the damage to the other countries, right? And that set up the system that would cause the, the, the hardship leading to World War Two, just 20 years later. So and, and you heard my opinion, is that World War II really never got finished, that we are in a continuation right. of it. All right? So so this is going back a hundred years that somebody is trying to destroy the world.
0: Right? How intriguing is it, though, JC, when you come out of World War One, which was just I mean, as risky. bad as World War II was, World War I was just brutal. Yes. yes. You come out of yeah. World War I, and 20 years later, you go right back into, like, a continuation of what everybody... You didn't read about World War I in the history books if you were alive in 1918. You lived it. Yes. And yet they went back and relived it. Correct. Correct.
1: And and actually, the, it, as I said, the ending of it actually created the system
0: for the for the Second World War. Right? And yeah, because started, that's when Hitler started accelerating. I mean, that's about wasn't he in prison during World War One, and then got out and and began his little march.
1: Correct. He started. Let's say, He um, he ended up becoming chancellor in 1933. Eh? But right. then, then again, also. This week, it was a pretty trying week. June the 30th to July the 2nd in in, uh, uh, Nazi Germany was the Night of the Long Knives. Okay, Very very famous time during the Nazi party where Hitler ordered a series of political executions in the Nazi party, which consolidated his power. He basically took out um, uh, what was known as the leaders of the brown shirts. The Brown Church was like a militia, um, the, um that the uh, Nazi party had used to gain power. And, and that was so powerful that he had the SS eliminate something like 60 leaders in the Nazi party so that Hitler, uh, consolidated his power. So that's a good one for all these, uh, these, uh, I don't know how, how to politely put it, libtards or believing in certain things to, to, or uh, the, these uh, globalists to figure out that if this goes the wrong way, you guys are going to get executed um, by your own party.
0: Right. 60 it's, is a big number for that scenario. Yeah, leaders. Yeah. yeah, you would think that you send a message to six and the rest will kind of understand. But 60, that's a big statement.
1: Well, they were Nazis and they were efficient at killing. Right. I don't think they would sit there and have a discussion over it. So, so, and then, and then um, again, well, uh, June the 28th, 1965. The first U.S. ground combat forces were authorized uh, to go into Vietnam by uh, LBJ. Okay. And as we had pointed out earlier, the entire reason to go into Vietnam was a lie. The Tonkin Bay incident never happened. The president of the United States lied to the people uh, openly. Right? And this has been admitted. It uh, was admitted by McNamara, the secretary of defense. And so 55,000 American soldiers uh, died based on a lie. Trent, do you think they're lying to us again?
0: Well, I had to think about Iraq when you say that, because we went in there to eliminate the weapons of mass destruction. Right. Oh, right. wait, there were none.
1: There were none. That's, that's correct. And, of course, that, that was uh, in reaction to the 9-11 bombings when three steel span buildings dropped in 10 seconds, uh, reportedly from two airplanes. I don't know. It's, people can't do math. It's basically impossible, All right? So we've been lied to again, All right? And yeah, yeah. so uh, and uh, it's getting to that point where the world is, you know, walking on eggshells. Now, I I think I told you. you know, it was like twelve years ago. My contacts in Latvia. <clears throat> very high-level contacts. Said, watch the Ukraine. There's going to be a civil war. It'll hit Putin against NATO. It'll spread to Latvia, Lithuania, and Estonia. Then there'll be a violent war. Russia will win, and Eastern Europe goes back to Russian control. Okay. And they're like going, oh, that's not good.
0: Um, and now that and, was- yeah, Wait a minute, JC. And you were told this... When in like ninety three? No, no, no,
1: two thousand and nine. Oh, okay. So I was told this in two thousand and nine and almost everything has happened. So the, the Civil War started in two thousand and fourteen and then they they had a truce and then it was reignited um with this uh Zelensky, who is a Kazarian, right? Um, and an actor. Um, and an actor, and a, and a few other things, and so, so now today, getting up to to finish my my uh, uh, items, um, I saw the Baltic nations, that would be Latvia, uh, Lithuania, and Estonia, um, demand a new garrison of fifty thousand NATO troops to stop Putin surrounding the Baltics. So exactly what I was told 12 years ago is happening. It's spreading to Latvia, Lithuania, and Estonia. And, you know, understand that 35% of, uh, of the people in Latvia are ethnic Russian. And, uh, what do we start this with? That, that Putin and the Russians will protect their bloodline. So unfortunately, it's looking quite bad.
0: Well, Here's the good news. Obviously, media is not going to be a part of this. You can't even have that discussion anymore. But when you started telling us this information of your firsthand experience and talking to high level officials, nobody else was agreeing that this was uh, uh, anything other than a Russia aggression. And in the last couple of weeks, I've seen a slow trickle of more and more people saying, you know, I'm not buying this Russia aggression anymore. There's something more to this. And I don't think people have connected the dots because they don't have the ability to. How do you get the factual information? I don't even get the factual information coming out of Russia, to be honest. But I see more people beginning to say, I need more information because this is not making sense to me. It didn't make any sense, J.C., that if if Putin really wanted to destroy Ukraine and take control of it, he would have done it a long time ago. I mean, like a week after he started in in the Ukraine. It would be over.
1: There's an interesting, uh, uh, a better question to ask, right? You're saying it doesn't make any sense. Well, it doesn't make any sense to you. You're a normal person you believe that, that's de- that's just uh, debatable okay you're semi-normal <laughs> right but but what happens if people go well I just can't understand it therefore they kind of ignore the evidence the evidence is that NATO and I've said this for a while NATO is provoking Putin into World War III. Mm-hmm. and so what paradigm what set of rules ha- in belief has to exist for this to make sense. And it's very clear. The Nazis are behind NATO.
0: Well, that'll all be taken care of because I believe Biden is with NATO today. So he'll get it all straightened out before the end of the day. That's
1: You're assuming that he can find the
0: meeting. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I didn't make that assumption. But I was assuming that he even knew who NATO was anymore. That, that, that's correct. And, and he doesn't.
1: Now, 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 if you look at Biden,
0: whichever one you want to pick,
1: if you go back into the YouTube channels, you <laughs> can find him. Whichever
0: one you want to pick. Wait a minute. I got to focus on that for a moment. <laughs> go ahead.
1: You, you can actually see Biden saying twice on YouTube, the original Biden, saying twice, I'm a Zionist. Yeah,
0: okay, I have seen that.
1: Yes. Now, a Zionist, the Zionists are trying to fulfill the biblical word, and the biblical word says there's a war between Gog and Magog, right? Which is
0: World War Three.
1: So these guys are trying to
0: start the war in the Bible. Well, that means at least they read the Bible. Roll out. One segment left. JC Cole. After this, let's take a break from war talk and talk about beef sustenance of life cows converting cellulose material into the most nutrient dense food substance on the planet beef certified piedmontese creates the opportunity for cattlemen to be a part of a supply chain that rewards the cattlemen properly for the percentage of the consumer's food dollar we should get use the piedmontese sires on your cows many people get confused you think you need to raise purebred piedmontese that's not the case at all You need to verify that the calves are sired by Piedmontese sires and have two copies. No, one copy. Your bulls have two copies, which means your calf will have one copy of the myostatin gene, a mutant copy of the myostatin gene, meaning that there will be unregulated muscle growth in that calf. You won't see the difference until you weigh them up. They'll weigh good and then you get paid a premium of $100 and 80 $180 per head $180 per head plus the best price in your area certified Piedmontese. details at lonecreekcattlecode.com welcome back rural route Trent loose alongside JC Cole joining us i'm shifting gears a bit but not much Uh, During the break, the previous break, not this break, I had a Wall Street Journal article forwarded to me, and it was talking about Russia and oil. And since the European countries, minus three, have put a ban, an embargo on buying Russian oil, and the United States has put a ban on buying Russian oil, guess what's happened to the demand for Russian oil, J.C. Cole?
1: I would think it would go up.
0: It's skyrocketed. And China and India are now buying record amounts of Russian oil. And uh, we're doing what to, to uh, cripple them by our stupidity?
1: Yes. You know what we're doing? We're picking up a big cinder block and we're slamming it on our foot saying, there you go, Putin. <laughs> Did that hurt you enough? <laughs> That's
0: exactly what we're doing.
1: Right, and 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 what it really is is it, it's again it, it's um a clandestine effort to destroy the United States.
0: Well, I mean th- those are the facts. The question comes back to what are we as individual normal people going to do about stopping it? And I don't know anything other than getting loud, very very loud. Yes, and and prepared,
1: right? Because. You know, listen, if these people were this smart, and I'm not talking about the, the political puppets that we see. I'm talking about the people really behind the scenes. Um, people um, we never see. The the people, correct, the people we never see. And if they're that smart, then then the gloves are coming off right about now and people are recognizing it. And so you've got to be able to get through a period of chaos. So that's storage of food and fuel and and ammo and guns. And hopefully we never have to use them. But uh, that's where that's coming. And one of the things I highly recommend, and I will ask you, um, did you buy the book When Technology Fails? Because they're going to be turning off technology. see.
0: come on. Last week I read The Art of War. I'm making okay. progress. Don't be so critical.
1: Well, 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 yes. It's been a year and a half, and you finally got your diesel, and <laughs> you're, at the, you're at The Art of War. And now you can see it actually being practiced.
0: You know when you when yeah. you just <clears throat> you know what diesel farm farm diesel is worth today. Oh, I don't know what uh, you mean. Red diesel, yeah. red diesel, yeah, off road diesel. Four
1: we're seven, about five,
0: four seventy
1: nine. Yeah. yeah, we're about five dollars here mm-hmm. for a red diesel, and I hate to say it, but that's cheap that is cheap in the big picture
0: mm, nobody's going to yeah. buy that story
1: no no I know that but that's you know that's one of those uh, those things that um, you, you you know in the in year you look back you go I should have bought it when it was five right that's cheap why because and, and what, we, what we're seeing is production not not the uh, necessarily the supply of petroleum But the refinery production is dropping.
0: You know, you're absolutely right that it's cheap. You know how I know that? Because, again, today I'm going to jump in my vehicle. I'm going to drive to Illinois. I'm going to drive 600 miles one way. Last week I drove to Colorado. It wasn't 600 miles, but it was 350. Um, That's one way. And then you drive back. And in all of that driving... In June of 2022, gas stations have never been busier. The interstates have never been more crowded. So absolutely, you're spot on, right? It's still cheap because it has not deterred consumption whatsoever. Right.
1: here, One example that that I just kind of picked up and didn't investigate much, but if you look at the cost of insulin, okay, well, my understanding is it's it's skyrocketed but yet if you go to another country it's dirt cheap so there again we're being manipulated on critical items for life
0: i got a lot of pigs here i can get you all the insulin you want well thank you i just need (laughs) two
1: female and
0: male you want me to nice. ship those UPS, or how do you want them? <laughs>
1: yeah, well, I'd rather have it UPS than uh, the United States Postal. That, Service. Yeah, that
0: doesn't work. But yeah, if you come to Keystone this weekend and bring your stock trailer, or just bring a pickup with stock racks and so have to pull trailer, I'll put them in your back and your pickup and you take them back.
1: There we go. It's easy of course, six. I could just. I could just go to Lancaster, Pennsylvania and have an incredible
0: <laughs> choice. You, you won't have near the fun that if you if you come all the way to Keystone. And our mutual friend, Kevin Jenkins, is flying into Rapid City. And he only bought a one-way ticket. I'm like, Kevin, what are you doing, moving in with me or what?
1: Well, there you go. Okay, so you got a Jersey boy coming. So why don't you just pack up an extra package for Kev to take bring, <laughs> bring back for me? <laughs>
0: Oh, I don't know what's going to happen, but I know that we need to get together and relive some old times this weekend. Yeah. Old times are just a year, a year ago. There's been a lot of water under the bridge since the last There's year.
1: Been, been, been a huge amount. Yeah. Right. And nothing. Yeah. It brings up an article. The Rubicon has been crossed. Okay. And that's the Bank of Japan now owns more than 50% of all Japanese bonds. Now, now think about that. You know, the Bank of Japan is the guy that basically issues the bonds and they bought them back. Okay. So that's like me, um, creating a loan and then buying the loan back and then using the money. Right. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is financial suicide. The warning signs are all flashing. Right? And the same thing with uh, the so Federal Reserve. So why would
0: Japan do that? To keep the machine running.
1: Right? That the, the entire fiat money system of mm-hmm. the world is based mm-hmm. on uh, a faith. And the same with the, um, uh, the the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve has been buying up a huge amount of uh, uh, items, um, putting them on its, its spreadsheet. Meanwhile, pumping money into the system, right? Keeping keeping the, the the system running. And of course, what happens is when the faith of the people finally break, right? Then, um, as they say, the cows come home.
0: So, it we are told in the Bible that we're going to move into a, a cashless society and the dangers of that. So is it worth fighting it? Well, it's worth fighting for freedom.
1: The the issue is who controls the cashless society? Mm -hmm. Um, And and actually, that's part of the battle that's going on with the cryptos. Who's going to control the crypto that we decide to use or cryptos? My belief is there will be a few of them. Who's going to control them? Right. and. You know, and and, uh, of course, that answer is.
0: But yeah. Okay. This book, which I really don't need to read because you give me a lesson from it every week called When Technology Fails. (laughs) When there's no internet, what's the value of a crypto?
1: The value of a crypto will always be what another person will exchange for it. Okay. So, so no, you, you're looking at if there's no internet, you okay. can't, how are you going to exchange? Now, now there are a couple of things there. Yes, there may be no internet for a period of time, but it's like the same thing as, um, you know, FDR uh, uh, making it Ill- illegal to own gold. So, legally, you couldn't exchange gold. So, what happened? It went into a black market somehow. And, of course, you know, you, you, you had to exchange it in person. So, so uh, again, even with gold, if you're in a war zone, the value of gold drops significantly in the war zone. Why? Because you're not allowed to – you can't get to the outside world to exchange it at market value. But it doesn't mean the gold is totally um, uh, non-valued. Right. So it doesn't mean that cryptos are totally non-valued. You know, if you had, let's say, you know, a hundred Bitcoin, you know, and that uh, I don't know what the value of Bitcoin is, but that might be, let's say, three million dollars. Right. I'm just guessing Um, um, that. And you came to me and you go, well, JC, you look, the Internet's down. I have the hundred Bitcoin. I'll trade you that for uh, uh, two chickens. And, and one goat. And, of course, there's the negotiation. I go, okay, I'll make it one chicken and one goat, and I'll take the 100 Bitcoin and, and, and sit on it. And that's exactly what happened with real estate in Latvia. During the Soviet time, it was confiscated for 50 years and owned by the state. And people who had owned it before it was taken away, some of them, I, I knew a case where somebody had actually traded a building in a poker game, you know, for a couple of dollars because he never thought he'd get it back. And then 50 years later, the building returns to the original owners or the heirs of the original owners. And some of those buildings were worth millions. Right. So it really comes down to the exchange. And what happens is our system is positioned to collapse. So get ready for that. And not have it where it, um, you have to, uh, um, give up your resources. Like, f- for instance, if you have gold and silver and that's all and the position, uh, and the, 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 the financial system collapses and the supply chain collapses, you will use your, your gold and silver to buy rice, which you can buy right now at $25 for a 50 pound sack. Right? So if you have the rights and you have the gold, and you have the bullets, and you have the diesel, then you can withstand this period of chaos that will come in. And the Bible says there's going to be a period of chaos. I think it's seven years. If seven not
0: years. Right. Well, you just open up a whole new rabbit hole for me that we don't have time for. But the government continues to keep drugs illegal, which props up a black market. How much of the black market drugs sold prop up the federal government when it comes to funding? I'm going to dig into that and have an answer next week. We've successfully journeyed down the road, connecting rural and urban America. As always, my thanks to J.C. Cole. who both remind you that all roads do lead to a roll route. Treva Beard will be gold-buckled tack, she is. She's going to be at the Mandana Rodeo. If you're not going to be in Keystone, you're going to be close to Bismarck-Mandan, this rodeo is probably as good a rodeo as you'll find anywhere in the country. Gold Buckle Tack continues to be on the scene, supplying what it is that people need. So go to goldbuckletack.net, whether you can make it to the Mandan Rodeo or not. And these t-shirts and tumblers on Amanda's site are just a, the hottest thing going. I said it earlier, I'm going to say it again. God bless the veterans and the farmers that feed us. Check them out at AmandaRadke.com.